Hi all, Andy Clark here with the new Here in Holland podcast. This time we're talking about the 30% rule. The what? The 30% rule. Basically it's a 30% tax-free reimbursement off the top of your taxable income, so to speak. And it is available for people actually moving to the Netherlands in order to be employed here. Some 60,000 expats are getting this, so it's good to know that it's being reviewed. I think something's going to happen over the next two years or so. It's just my personal guess. Some say the rule is just too generous and it's time for a change. So time to find out more. Here in Holland dips its toe into the world of finance. I headed to Amsterdam and the office of expert tax advisor Robert Bosma. Yes, hi, I'm Robert Bosma. I'm a partner at Broad Street. We provide tax advice, administration and accounts as well as payroll services. Can you tell me in a couple of sentences, what is the 30% ruling? Yes, uh, basically it's a 30% tax-free reimbursement off the top of your taxable income, so to speak. And it is available for people actually moving to the Netherlands in order to be employed here, form work here. So in a simple example, if you earn, if your employer offers you 100 as a base salary... This employer can pay you out 30 tax-free, and the remaining 70 will be taxed against normal rates. Now, if you do the math on that one, it means that the marginal rate will never exceed about 36% instead of, you know, the 52 you could be uh, running into in this uh, situation. So that's that's how it works. So it's a considerable benefit for, for internationals here who come here to work. Absolutely. And of course, in absolute figures, the higher your salary, the higher the benefit is. Okay, and, and who is who is actually eligible for this? Who can get this? As of 2012, there are a few specific rules that you need to look at. First of all, you need to earn at least 54,000 gross per year. Um, actually, a little bit lower for master's degrees under 30. And you need to be hired from outside the Netherlands. And you need to actually live for more than 150 kilometers away from the Dutch border at the time of hiring. Okay, so people who live right next to the border in Germany or Belgium, they're not, not eligible for this? Correct, they're excluded, yeah. And in bits of England, actually, uh, the, the very tips, as we found out, yeah. Oh, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> and, and how many people get this, then, roughly? There's 60,000 people currently benefiting from this ruling and about growing about 7% per year, as the report says. Okay, and this, this report uh, has come out, looking at the costs of the ruling uh, to the government, and um, it's, it's critical to some extent. Um, who made this report, first off? Well, it's actually on behalf of the finance department. Um, it's made by a uh, research bureau, Dialogic, and of course they, they've, they've asked the help of a lot of specialists in the tax field. And, you know. and, and what does the report say? The report says that... It's proven effective for attracting uh, skilled foreign workers. It's a bit generous considering the actual extra cost of living that one occurs when moving to the Netherlands and living in the Netherlands. Uh, now, is there there's some criticism in the report or it's been interpreted that way, at least in the media? There's some uh, sort of article saying, you know, there may be uh, moves to, to scrap this uh, ruling or there's some criticism of that. What do you make of that? Not that I read it. No, no. The report is, of course, very objective. You know, that's its main purpose. It uh, looked at the figures. It looked at sort of trying to establish what the actual costs are of living here. It looked at trying to establish what the, if there's actually an incentive in the 30% ruling for, for moving here, if it's a decisive factor or, you know, helps 
deciding, but it's not. No, I don't think uh, that the report says anything about scrapping in any sense. So. And, and if people are worried about this being taken away, should, should they not be worried? Don't think they should be worried. Like I said, it's proved to be effective. Also shows from the reports. Other countries around us have comparable rulings, somewhat similar. The execution could be somewhat different. So I don't think that, that that's going to change or it's going to completely disappear. No, not at all. And what, what is likely to happen then? Reading from the report, and it kind of matches my feelings, although, you know, having said that, we only look at 150 or 200 cases per year maximum, that the 30% ruling might be brought back from, say, eight years to five years. Two reasons for that. First of all, people, uh, about 80% of the uh, employees benefiting from the 30% ruling have actually left after five years. And compared to other countries, the eight years is relatively long. And the second thing that may happen is actually a cap, a maximum, so to speak, or a lower percentage, if you will, of the tax-free reimbursement after a certain uh, taxable salary level is met. So it might become a lower, a lower level. Yeah, you could imagine uh, sort of a cutoff after, say, 150 taxable or so, 100 taxable maybe, or 150 gross, and then maybe a lower reimbursement because... Uh, from the report, it shows that the, the, the flat rate of reimbursement actually is a little bit too high, especially in the higher income earners. Because I've read some stuff in the media saying, you know, the real top earners like star footballers or chief executives, you know, maybe uh, benefiting disproportionately from, from this ruling. Yes, I mean, yeah, not specifically mentioned in the report, but it does show that the higher the income, the, yeah, the more or the less the net reimbursement matches the actual cost rate. Let's put it that way. You're listening to the Here in Holland podcast with me, Andy Clark. My guest is Robert Bosmar from the Broad Street Tax Advisors in Amsterdam. We're talking about the 30% rule, a tax break for expats, and it's currently enjoyed by some 60,000 internationals in the Netherlands. The Dutch Finance Ministry has commissioned a major review of the ruling and there are voices saying it's too generous. There's always questions asked, is this correct? Should people be paying less income taxes than others? Um, you know, what's the justification for the ruling, basically? More on that coming up in a minute. But first, a call out to you to share the Here in Holland podcast with family and friends. And a reminder to subscribe if you haven't already. It's super easy via an app on your smartphone iPhones already have a podcast pre-installed. It's purple. Just open it up and search for Here in Holland and hit subscribe. It's free and you'll get all episodes to date. And if you have an Android phone, then first download a podcast app in the Play Store. Podcast Addict is a good one. And then search and subscribe as above. The podcasts are on SoundCloud too if you prefer that. And you can also get them on the website hereinholland.com. And I'd love to know what you think about the podcast, so please get in touch. Reach out, facebook.com forward slash podcast here in Holland. You can message me there, and you can also email me hereinholland at gmail.com. Okay, back to the show. And, and who, who will decide now what, uh, what's going to happen with this uh, 30% ruling? Yeah, <laughs> the new government, if we'll, if we'll have one ever. Um, so we're waiting for that, actually. Nothing's going to happen, of course, until the uh, new plans are, uh, are, are made. Uh, and uh, as far as I can see, no specifics have been uh, discussed or been published uh, so far. So it's difficult to say. Is it likely to be high on a new cabinet's agenda? I think something's going to happen. 
over the next two years or so. It's just my personal guess. Yeah, high. Well, it's difficult difficult to say, but it's one of the things that they'll be looking at for sure. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think it'll happen in the next two years? Because there's always political discussion about uh, about this kind of stuff. It's been going on for a few years. The 30% ruling has been there. I think the first version even was there shortly after the, uh, the Second World War. And then in 19, around 1975, I think, the 35% ruling was introduced and then brought back in 2001 to uh, 30% ruling. It's always been ongoing. There's always questions asked, is this correct? Should people be paying less? income taxes than others, um, you know, what's the justification for the ruling, basically? So that same, well, the report basically looks at, you know, the justification for those uh, reimbursements. And, and is there a particular reason this report has come now? Has there been renewed political pressure? So, you know, for example, looking at expats saying, is this fair? Or is it fair that expats get a big tax break uh, uh, to come to the Netherlands? Is, is, that, so, is there that sort of political pressure? Um, not particularly. I think the political pressure is always there. It's always there. There's different political parties, of course, in the Netherlands. There's always questions asked every every year or so. There's there's a question about you know what's this tax break? What do companies do? What do the employees do? You know, are some people benefiting more than others? That's that's part of normal politics, I would say almost. Yeah. Uh, but we've seen kind of more nationalist politics in the Netherlands in the last uh, few years. You know, with populist parties. Does that play a role in this sort of thing? Looking at tax breaks for for foreigners, for expats. No, populist parties score no points with this kind of topic. They have topics that uh, are uh, easier to uh, summarize in one phrase, I think. So in that sense, uh, well, let's put it this way. Leftist parties always look at, you know, that income tax, that highest income tax bracket is there for everyone. Why is it not for them? So that's where the questions come from. And I guess the more right parties would like to look at more at the company side. And companies say, look, we benefit from the fact that we can offer this to our employees. So we'd like to keep it on. That's sort of the, that's where the political force is, so to speak. You said it, it's effective. Do we know how effective it is in attracting highly skilled labour? Is business behind this then, for example? If you, you know, speak to people from business and hear people from business, are they very much in favour of keeping this? Yeah, it's interesting. I, I looked at the report and they're very, the, the margins are quite wide because it's really difficult to assess, you know, what plays a part in somebody's decision to come over. There, there's two things there's two things that you need to look at. First of all, it's the the question to the employees themselves. Like, is this does this play a, a major or a minor factor? The second stuff, the second thing you need to look at also is what companies think of this. Companies have always been, also been asked, does it help you to hire new staff, of course, and is it effective for setting up shop here, so to speak? And that's, of course, a, a, a very big factor. If a company decides to to set up shop here, and one of the reasons is the 30% ruling, you know, among many other factors, of course, then, you know, that becomes, because that's that's a lot of employment instead of just one or two employees coming over. Yeah. And is there a lot of support from that side of things then? Yes. Yes, there is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Especially larger companies, uh, how does it compare with surrounding countries? And you mentioned briefly that uh, you know it's comparable. There are some kind of uh, is is it, but is it more generous at the moment at thirty percent, or is it less generous than you know than the UK or Germany or other yeah. countries uh, surrounding the Netherlands competing for the same highly skilled expats? Uh, generally speaking, the ruling that the Netherlands have is slightly longer than average. The average should be about five years instead of eight. And the ruling is slightly more generous, I would say. 
global way of looking at it because the, the, the methods used are, are different in every country, of course. And, and do you think if, the, if changes come along, um, do you think they would affect people who already have the, the ruling or would they be able to keep the kind of uh, ruling they have at the moment? First of all, Holland has a very consistent policy when it comes to honouring sort of existing rulings. Having said that, looking at the 2012 changes, we then went back from uh, 10 years to eight years and a, a specific test for scarcity was introduced, namely the minimum salary requirement more than you know, what do you do and is it, are you actually scarce. Uh, in, when introducing that new ruling, everyone that hadn't that wasn't actually on the 30% ruling for five years by 1 January 2012 was partially affected because the 150 kilometer rule was actually applicable for them after five years. So you could say that the ruling wasn't fully honored. Now sort of trying to, um, there's a justification for that because the old ruling had 10 years and after five years you needed to retest scarcity. So now looking at the new potential new changes you could you could expect a lower reimbursement for instance if that if that would be the decision after a few years after say five years so the eight years would still be in place and then after five years maybe the reimbursement would be, would be a little bit lower that's just but that's just guessing you know that's just my guess yeah. okay but you're an expert so it's a good guess um but so that people could expect even with existing rules then if they've got it now they shouldn't be too complacent that it will remain the same if changes occur I think that, largely speaking, you should expect it to remain the same if you already have the ruling. Just to summarise, then, if, if people um, you know, are, are seeing stuff in the media about uh, changes to the 30% rule, um, how worried should they be and what should they do? They shouldn't be too worried, first of all. And uh, I don't think there's much to do in that sense. Nobody knows where this is going. Nobody knows if any of this report will be used in the new cabinet. So we will just have to wait and see. But like I said, generally speaking, any rulings are usually upheld for existing cases. That's sort of the general rule. So if you're at, at this point under the 30% ruling, it's, it's very likely to stay, or at least partially stay that way. Robert Bosmar, expert tax advisor for internationals here in the Netherlands. He's from the Broad Street Company based in Amsterdam. There's a link to them in the show notes if you want to know more. There are lots more here in Holland podcasts, stories on Dutch directness, tips and advice on coping with loneliness, interviews on how to start a business, stuff on how to get married even, and different ways of learning to speak Dutch. Loads of fun stories and great information for internationals in the Netherlands or people thinking about coming to live here. Please share the podcast with family and friends. The Here in Holland podcast exists only online. There's no radio station backing me, so I'm reliant on you, dear friends, spreading the word. And if you haven't subscribed already, please do so and get all editions direct to your device. It's all free. And let me know what you think, too, about the podcast. Facebook.com forward slash podcast here in Holland. I post lots of other stuff there, too, about the Netherlands, so you can comment and share that, too. The podcasts are also on my website, hereinholland.com, and on SoundCloud, too. And if anybody asks you if you're ever thinking about leaving the Netherlands, then simply say... The chances of that changing are very small, I would say. Get the most out of your time here, subscribe to Here in Holland, enjoy and share with your friends. From me, Andy Clark, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.